I'm Rory Kerr. And I'm Mark Faye. This is the podcast where two tour guides reflect on 15 years of travel to seven continents and over 120 countries. Each episode, we'll be focusing on a country from both a tour guide and a backpacker's perspective. We are no experts, but our hilarious and often bizarre stories will keep you informed on the do's, the don'ts, and the hidden melons that will surely get you excited for your next big adventure. Hello and welcome back to Don't Miss the Bus. As always, it's Mark and Rory here, and this week we are headed to Canada. What is one word, Mark, that describes Canada for you? I am going to use the word clean cut. Okay, that's two words. <laughs> I do what I want, Rory. All if right? you say it quickly, it's one word. Yeah, you, um, as long as you don't breathe halfway through. Okay, give it to us. Clean cut. I new think word, you, new word here. Clean cut. <clears throat> yeah, so clean cut, absolutely. Explain it. I just think of Canada, when I think of Canada, although um, there were some parts of Canada I didn't think were that naturally beautiful, I thought actually there were some parts that were a little run down, needed a bit of work. I think of portrait pictures. I think of just a nice little like artist just painting a little portrait. And I just think that portrait, it's not naturally beautiful. It's not naturally gorgeous. It's clean cut. That's fair. That's fair. And what about yourself? Do I make that clearer for you? Like, are you with me? Well, I, you... didn't, I didn't really understand. <laughs> it was it was run down, and then it was a portrait, and then it was clean cuts. I, I just did not know how to describe clean cuts, so I was just hoping you wouldn't ask a question. <laughs> and you moved on, and now I'm making a, a deal out of it. And we're and now, coming back to and it. And now it's, now it's uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Good. I like to make you feel uncomfortable every I, once in a while. You do? Because you sure as hell make me uncomfortable all the time. Is that why you're wearing that ridiculous shirt today? Is that, is that why? I'm a flannelette. You, what, are, we, are you going to the forest? Are you cutting down some trees? I need to stop you right there. Mark is wearing his Spice Girls shirt. He loves the Spice Girls. And he's telling me that <laughs> I am wearing the uncomfortable shirt. He's by the, by a 32-year-old man with a Spice Girls shirt on. By the way, you said I like... Who doesn't like the Spice Girls? Spice up your life. Na, 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 na. <laughs> Rory, if you want to be my lover... Continue on with the reason why you're going to be okay. telling me your, your name. I would use the word scenic. Um, it is, it's pristine. Mm -hmm. The water's clean, the mountains, the fresh air, yep. even the cities are based around nature. Can, can you, while you're on the waters, can you drink the water out of those lakes? Yes. Okay. So that makes sense. You know why they're so cloudy? No. It's rock flower. It comes down off the glacier. Really? And it reflects the sunlight, and that's why it gets that color. Because there's plenty of glaciers in Canada, isn't oh, there? Oh, yeah. Is there more in Canada or more in Alaska? Canada. Okay. I don't really know, but I'm going with it. You, you said it so confidently. I should have just you, left it. You should have done your watermelon sugar. Hi. Your watermelon sugar. Hi. <laughs> Do you know what? Okay, so... You're gonna, I know you're going to say, oh, you followed me backpacking. I'm living under your shadow. And the very first country that I went to when I did go backpacking was Canada. But, you know, I messed up because I never really traveled overseas. Well, hardly traveled overseas. And <laughs> I was going from New Zealand to Canada. And I panicked that I wouldn't sleep on the flight. So instead of taking one sleeping pill, which is like already enough. A lot of people take half. I took three. 
Three. So, yeah, I took three sleeping pills, man. Like my so it's f- not that far away? <laughs> short flight? Well, regard. I don't even know how long the flight is. What is it? Like, it's... 14, 15 14, hours? 15. Mate, honestly, the Depends first one... you're going from. Well, we went... So I went from New Zealand, Auckland to Vancouver. Seriously, mate, the first week I slept. Like, literally all day. These pills, I don't know what they did to my body. Okay, we don't condone drug taking. <laughs> <laughs> so sleeping pills. Yeah, took them. So that kind of messed up. But when... After I got the first week over and done with, so I arrived to Vancouver... Um, I basically drove all along BC, Alberta, and spent probably about a month there. And honestly, mate, it is one of the most beautiful places I I think I've ever been. It's absolutely stunning. And you've obviously been there. So my experience, uh, first time I actually went to Canada, I I remember the first morning in Vancouver. Uh, I was staying at my cousin uh, Maraid's place. Oh, Maraid. Do we not love Maraid? You know all about Maraid. She's a bit of a loose goose, a bit of a shout out to Maraid. But we were staying in her place and it was on the 14th floor in Vancouver. Small apartment, but Mm -hmm. the best thing about it is her room was this box and it was just glass windows and it woke up, it overlooked Stanley Park. There were seagulls flying around. It wow. was magical. I, I didn't think Maraid would be as classy as that. Yeah, and she upgraded after that into an even nicer apartment. Ooh, la, 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 la. Yeah, so Vancouver is an expensive place. Um, I have lived in Vancouver for you two did. years. You but did, I remember. Before that, I lived in Kelowna. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, just outside in a ski resort called Big White. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived up there for two years. I was a snowboard instructor. And ever since then, I went off traveling, did other countries, and I always wanted to come back and live in Vancouver because it's just a buzz. This, it's awesome. It's the second most densely packed city in North America behind New York. So imagine New York, downtown, cafes, restaurants, bars. But then you look up and there's mountains all around. Yeah, you're right. Actually, when we went to Vancouver, the one thing that stood out to me was literally you'd be walking the streets and in the distance across the water with those mountains. Stunning. Magic. No, it's an amazing city. Is that your favorite city in, in Canada? It, it, it is. I, I love Vancouver. There are some yeah. great uh, cities, and we'll talk all about different ones. Um, but nowadays, for the last three years, I've been leading tours um, that start mainly in Victoria. Yeah. Um, and we do Vancouver Island, and then we do a two-week trip. We go across to Whistler. We head up um, Route 99. Yeah. Um, and we go over to just outside Kamloops. And then we generally go up to Jasper. We do the Icefields Parkway. Lovely. Banff, Lake Louise. And then we get on the Rocky Mountaineer and go back through Kamloops back to Vancouver before getting on a cruise um, up the Inside Passage to Alaska. Oh. So I know all about Western Canada. And last year I did a trip with my parents to Eastern Canada. Um, so did the Maritimes and Quebec, and it was phenomenal. You know, I've never been to Quebec. You, you didn't feel like inviting me. You no, know, you just 
you didn't yeah yeah no what, no what what is up with you every time there's an opportunity to include me to do something nice for me what why do you always choose not to do that so so mark uh it's like a, a kid you know you can teach them to fly mm -hmm. but then they need to fly on their own and i can't just take you along to everything rory i'm just asking you to be a nice guy to me for once in your life like, i man, i feed you what I... about me <laughs> It is a fair. I've had enough, Man, and I want my share. Can't you see? I want to live, cause you just take more than you give. What about me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, after that little song, uh, let's get into it. What are some of the things in the guidebook that you? really enjoyed you know what honestly the best thing and you probably know about this a whole lot more than i that i saw and did and experienced was the drive along the rocky mountains and the columbian mountains oh my god if you want natural beauty if you want to see those crystal blue lakes if you want to literally be up up and down the mountains go in and around through canada that part of the world because that's the it's west the, yeah icefields parkway oh my god it is phenomenal stunning so it starts um well it starts up in jasper and then you can drive either way down to lake louise and then carry on it's about another hour from lake louise to banff yeah but that day is spectacular um a lot of people stop at the ice fields of uh, the columbia ice fields and you go up onto the glacier did you no that? we didn't we had we actually when we drove it this wasn't this time this is when i was younger my dad's friend so desi if you're listening i know you're not going to want me to tell this because you're probably going to get arrested and go to jail and you probably deserve it to be honest he drove those rocky mountains you know how literally you go around Up they are one. so sharp and so windy and so dangerous yeah desi's like this is going to be a terrible Canadian accent. Hey, man, it's cool, eh? You're enjoying, you're enjoying the drive, eh? And oh, we're like, yeah. terrible Canadian <laughs> Well, they say air at the end. Yeah, Go that's there. about the only thing that you got. But keep All going right. with your story. But he's like, he's like, guys, I think that I can, um, I can drive this just with my knees. Do you think I can, eh? And we were like, Desi, we don't care. We don't want to know. Don't drive with your knees, man. And literally, for probably half of the time, he was driving with his knees around the Rocky Mountains. Please don't do that. It is horrendously dangerous. But, you know, he was driving. What? What? There's nowhere you can really pull over. You're, just, you're at the mercy of the driver. So yeah. we let him. We survived. Survived. He had to he tell hit. the tale. Exactly. Uh, one thing I would recommend is if you're driving that Icefields Parkway, I love to put on opera. I'm opera? Not a, I'm not a fan of opera, but... I put it on opera, opera, and it's amazing. <laughs> My passengers, I've had passengers crying because of the beauty and the yep. music. Yep. It just fits it. The other place I used to do it was at the Dolomites in northern oh, Italy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Spectacular yeah. mountains, same on the Icefields Park. You, you're, so, you're so poetic, you know, know that? You're just... cultured. I like to say you, culture. You are so cultured. Culture. Everybody wants to be like Rory. Out of Kath and Kim, culture. <laughs> it's all about being cultured. <laughs> so what would you what would you say is your like most favourite place, most favourite thing you did in Canada? Because you have spent a ton of time in Canada. So where do, where do I start? Um, Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Go. Okay, so my favourite city is Vancouver. What do you do yes. in Vancouver? You eat. 
great food. You eat in a lot of places. You should eat most days. Would what? <laughs> it's you know, it's, it's, important. It, it's, it's important to life. It's important. Yeah, yeah. It helps um, you live and stuff it, and move. It, you know. Good point. Good yeah, point. Yeah. So Vancouver is known especially for its Asian food. Yes. Big Asian population. Yes. Uh, got a great Chinatown. Yes. Very yeah. interesting. Um, definitely, definitely try some of the sushi. Uh, around the corner from where I used to live in East uh, Vancouver, um, there was four sushi places. Yes. Japanese places yes. on one block. Yes. I remember there was sushi everywhere. Everywhere. It's good sushi. Is it, be, is, so is, is it just because of the population? It's got a large Asian population. Is that why? Or is it... I think it's because of that. Uh, there's, there was a huge influx of Chinese that came to Canada uh, first during the gold um, yeah. era, and then after that to build the railway across Canada. Yeah. Um, and even before that, beaver pelts is a huge thing. Yeah. It's a big part of their history. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of Chinese there. So there's been waves of them. Yeah. In more recent times, there's a big influx of Chinese coming over and they invest in the apartments. Oh, and yeah, the yeah. property goes through the roof. Because property in Vancouver is super pricey, eh? Uh, super anyway, pricey. Super pricey, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to work on this Canadian accent and by the end of this episode, I'm going to nail it. Okay? okay. I just need to get in the Canadian. Like, you're inspiring me. What a, get in the Canadian psyche. Yeah, get in that... the psyche. Get in the zone. And what are Canadians love, Mark? Well, Canadian, do you know what? Can I, and I'm sorry to the Canadians listening to this. Um, this place you guys are obsessed with. You, Rory, if you like it too, what's the matter with you? There's a place called Tim Hortons. It makes the world's worst coffee. The pastries are terrible. There is lines to get into this place every day. They're literally almost on every corner in Canada. I'm sorry, but I cannot stand Tim Hortons. Well, it's it's funny you bring that up. Tim Hortons coffee was known. They love the Tim Hortons coffee. However... Tim Horton. Do you know who Tim Horton was? He's a hockey player, wasn't he? He used to be a hockey player, a famous hockey player. He died when he was still playing hockey, but he also invested in business. Tim Hortons has been sold to multinationals, and to cut down on the price, um, they changed the coffee, and they started making it themselves. And they changed the blend. Oh, okay. So they went from good to crap. Is to what you're crap. Saying. Yeah. And uh, cut the costs. Yeah. And, and it's not even owned by Canadians anymore. It's multinationals really? that own it. But Canadians love their Tim Hortons. It's part of who they are. Like Vegemite and Australians. So they've sold the coffee brand. And funny thing is, if you go to McDonald's in Canada, mm-hmm. Canadian McDonald's was going through a stage that they wanted their cafes to be more fancy, yeah. cafes. So they went to Tim Horton's producer and said, can we have the recipe for Tim Horton's Are you serious? Coffee? And they said, no, we can't give you the identical one, but we can make it very close. So now, if you want original Tim Horton's coffee, the closest place you will get it is McDonald's. Is that right? Yes. So be a true Canadian and go to McDonald's no, in Canada. No, be a normal human being and stay away from McDonald's and Tim Horton's. Sorry. Rory, I have to ask, because we, we were talking about food before. What, what's your thoughts on poutine? Poutine. poutine. Um, good when you're hungover. Oh, yeah. 
It's so the, tell them what, explain to them what poutine, poutine is. Poutine is chips yep. with cheese curds yep. and gravy. Oh, yeah. And that's the traditional Oh, one. yeah. But then they start putting everything and yeah, anything on Literally. Chips. Bacon, mushroom, celery, everything. And it's, it's just normal to go and yep. have a poutine just on a Wednesday night. Yep. But when you're hungover, it is. But do amazing. Canadians do Canadians actually eat poutine, or is it like a tourist thing? Now? It's it's a little bit of a tourist thing. I don't I don't think you're average. They eat it, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's not common. There was a place I don't know if you've heard of it or seen it. I, it was all over Toronto. I'm not sure if it's Vancouver. These other places. It's called Smokes Poutine or Smoky Smoky's poutine. poutine. Yeah, it's a chain. Yeah, yeah, that's. So let's talk about food because uh, I like eating. And the one place that you should definitely go, uh, it's in the guidebooks, is Victoria. Uh, Victoria is the capital of BC, okay. British Columbia. Uh, it's Along out the west. on Vancouver Island. Yes. Um, and it's on the southern section. Yep. Loads of history there. The architecture is phenomenal. But what you definitely should do yep. is try all the good food in Victoria. Uh, it has the second most restaurants per capita after San Francisco in North wow. America. So there is lots. Places I recommend... Little Jumbo. It's this little speakeasy. You might have to look it up on your phones. The food in there is exceptional. Do they speak easy inside this place? They, they do, yeah, yeah. Very easy. Good. Give us some of that Canadian accent what? there. Look, eh, I think it's just about finding out how good my accent can become. And I don't know why I'm turning Scottish <laughs> as I'm talking, but I just am. So there's no Scottish at this place. <laughs> you said it's international. It, it is very international. So I, I'm, like, I'm half right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll go with it. <laughs> uh, Chimak Korean fried chicken. Anybody like fried chicken? It is phenomenal. Who doesn't like fried chicken? I mean, obviously vegetarians. The Korean, Korean fried chicken. They just know how to do it. Yep. Uh, Il Terrazzo is an Italian restaurant. Oh, yes, yes. And Be Love is a vegetarian restaurant at High End, but it is uh, really, really good. What was the name? Uh, Be Love. B-E-L-O-V-E? That's it. Belove. Is it Be Love or Belove? It's Be Love. Be Love. Two separate words. Be Space Love. Yes. Right, that, that has a good ring to it. Where are we going for dinner tonight? Let's go to Be Love. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. I, it? I I want to go to Be Love. You want to go to Be Love? It, it's, it's, it's well worth going. Is it? Yeah, vegetarian food, but it's it's banging. Well, I need to go on a diet, so that that will Good. be my uh, that will be my go to. Be Love. Okay. If you are not going on a diet and you are in Vancouver, you <laughs> must go. It is my favorite restaurant of all. It's a restaurant called Nook, and it is Italian. Yeah. Now Italian food can. Can you get fancy Italian? You can, uh, but I, I, it's hard to do. But Nook, you have to get the burrata starter. It's burrata cheese with tomato, and it is delicious. Is it? It's it's by far the best Italian. Are there any had. places? Because you've travelled, you've travelled travelled Canada a lot more than I have. I've done the I've done BC and Alberta, and I've done um, Toronto. Is there anywhere in regards to food you would say this? this is a place probably not to go because you're talking all about food being great. Is there anywhere you'd say avoid or is it all kind of pretty good? 
Um, it's all pretty good. Is it, do you, do you uh, find the foods consistent all across I would, all? I would say in Jasper, yeah. uh, there's no bright, shining light. Yeah, it'd be expensive as well, eh? Um, it is. Jasper Park Lodge is the Fairmont. And yeah. That's where we generally stay. It's magnificent. It's where the royals spent their honeymoon. Yeah, I actually, I have um, ownership in that place. Oh, you do? Yeah, so, um, yeah, I did speak to the royals um, about, I had to, the dates they wanted didn't quite fit, so they kind of went around my my schedule, oh, and nice. yeah, I got them in. So yeah. I gave them mates rates. Mates rates. Yeah, me and the. What's yeah. the mates rates for Jasper Park Lodge? Yeah, for Jasper Park Lodge. Well, it depends who who I'm giving it to. Is if you're talking about the Queen, she gets she gets mates rates times times three. Like so, usually I'd give her a, a, one night would be I'd knock off a few k. So I'd give her. One five a night. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a good price. Yeah, good price. Breakfast included. Oh, yeah. nice. Well, so there is some nice restaurants in <laughs> Jasper Park Lodge. As you can tell, Mark's probably never been to Jasper <laughs> Park Lodge. Um, when you go there, you must walk around the lake, Lake Bouvet. And even if you're not staying at Jasper Park yep. Lodge, just go out, have a wander around. They're not going to ask you questions. You can go in and stay, uh, have some food there. Yep. It is... It's... Can you swim in the lake as well? Uh, you wouldn't. No, you're not allowed to. Really? Yeah, I have swam in it, but you're not meant to. I went around to a private part and, and jumped in. Oh, you just rebel. Che- I know. Mate, you, just, you are so cool, man. So cheeky. I, I, I want to be like you. You know I that? I want to be like you. <laughs> Dance like you. <laughs> did you know, though, that Canada actually has the most lakes in the world? Yes, I Fun fact. Yeah, I actually, I when I was in Vancouver driving up to Kamloops... I did go for a swim in one of the lakes. Mate, it was the coldest. I mean, I've been to Antarctica and I've actually swam in the in the Southern Ocean. Yeah. Um, they do this, it's called the Arctic Plunge. That was the coldest. You won't get any colder than that. But I think this lake, it's it was probably an hour just before we got to Kamloops. I was trying to uh, impress um, the girl I was traveling surprise, with. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I literally almost had hypothermia trying to impress her. It yeah. was, um, you know what, the amount of times I tried to impress her and it, it, it kind of fell on deaf ears, all of my, um, all of my attempts. It's, um, yeah, the moral of the story, guys, is just don't try because trying is the first step towards failure. <laughs> where, do, where, where do we go from there? <laughs> well, you know what, you went to, you said you went to Banff, right? Okay. So places to definitely go. You got to go to Banff. You got to yep. go to Jasper. The difference between Banff and Jasper. Yep. Jasper's like raw. Yep. Uh, and Banff feels like the Disneyland of the Rockies. Very, very good description. I would agree with that completely. Yep. Yeah. So both well worth going. Yep. Uh, great food in Banff. Yes. Jasper. Uh, like I said, not so much. Um, while you're in that area, Lake Louise. A lot oh, of people want to go know. to Lake Louise. Can I tell you a story? You can tell us a story. <laughs> right. So there's a very famous, you probably know the name of it, I might forget it, in Banff. There's a ski resort there. Um, what's the name of it? Anyway, there's a ski resort there. Sunshine. Sunshine. That's it. Sunshine. Sunshine. And Lollipops and... And just so you guys are aware, Rory is renowned for if if he knows more than five words to a song that's a great effort 
So whenever whenever he sings, you'll notice he'll he'll say the first two or three words, and then he'll just drift off. So just just just, just pay attention to that. But we went to Banff, we went to Sunshine, and I'd never skied before. I, I honestly had hardly even seen snow. So we got to the ski resort, and it was April. So you yeah. know what it's like in April; it's quite warm. Yeah. And the snow's still spring there. Spring skiing. Yeah, spring skiing. So slushy. Slushy, very slushy. So. I thought, and call me crazy, call me stupid, whatever you want to call me. I thought, because going skiing um, on snow, you don't get sunburned. Like, it just doesn't happen. Like, you know, you're in the cold, because it is still cold. You know what I mean? Like, even though there's sun, it's cold. Yeah. So, we were skiing. We started, I think, at like 10 a.m., and we finished skiing at about 5 p.m., and the sun was out all day. And I didn't, and you know, if you don't know physically what I look like, um, listeners, I am extremely pale. I am so white. Literally, I get burnt by the moon. Extremely. And I didn't put sunscreen on the whole day. And I didn't even think to put sunscreen. I'm like, man, no. But what I didn't realize was the reflection from the sun hits the snow and it's actually double the UV rays. So as we were leaving the ski resort at the end of the day... I was noticing my skin, like my hands and my face were becoming quite stiff. And I was like, oh, that's all good. You know, just, you know, it was a lot of exercise I did today. And Rory, we went back to the apartment we were staying at. Mate, I'm not joking. I literally could not move. I was that sunburnt. The next day, I literally, like, I was kind of like a, a robot trying to get around the place. I reckon I would have had third degree burns so I stayed in that apartment for a week, didn't go outside. The thought of sunshine and oxygen freaked me out. And not to be too graphic and make it too gross, but when you sleep, you actually have a lot of liquids that come out of your, your face and things like that. And I couldn't physically feel it. So my face was all crusty. I couldn't move. And back to that girl that I was trying to impress... Let's let's just say that the relationship didn't progress. She didn't. She's not into oozing. The oozing. <laughs> crusty faces. Crusty face, guys. I um. Was it, that the breaking point? It was. That was one of the breaking points. The, but I'd say that was the the nail in the coffin. Yeah. So just be careful. As I said, guys, and I'm gonna say that again. When you go skiing, wear sunscreen, man. That that sun is deadly. To have any chance with girls, wear sunscreen. <laughs> Lesson of the story. Let's get back to some some travel, some travel Please. advice. Yeah, um, some of you might want to go on the Rocky Mountaineer. Ooh, have you heard of the Rocky oh, Mountaineer? Oh, Rory, have I heard have about you it? Heard I of have it? a very good friend who's less than a meter away from me that probably knows. Uh, a hell of a lot about it, actually. Really? So, why don't you tell the audience uh, so what the you Rocky, know about it? What, what did you do? What, what do I know about it? I actually was an onboard host on the Rocky Mountaineer. Trying to pour wine on the Rocky Mountaineer is pretty, pretty fun. Uh, white <laughs> tablecloths, red wine. Uh, it's, it's an experience. Yeah. Uh, it is beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, you spend two days on the train. Uh, there is two different classes, so mm-hmm. there's gold class and silver class. Mm-hmm. Uh, silver class, you just stay in your seats, um, and they serve your food to your seats. Whereas gold class, you've got a seat upstairs, and then you come down to the dining car. Um, well worth it. Both both are great what's, in their own. What's more expensive? So gold class is more expensive. So I'd be gold. You'd be gold. Is there double gold? 
Double goals. Yeah. No, no double goals. No, so I'll just have to settle just, for goals. Just goals. Okay. Yeah. But they do serve your drinks uh, to your seats. Any Australians that we used to have used to love drinking Baileys. For some reason, Baileys. Um, Baileys? Baileys, yeah. And ice. They loved it. And they drink it non-stop. Hmm. Um, so it's all included in gold class. Um, so you can have as many as you want. Obviously, yep. they're running laps. Yep. Funny little story. When I was in on the train, we used to have these uh, closets, <laughs> these cupboards that you could open from the outside, but couldn't open when you were in there. <laughs> and I was bent over trying to get something out. And my friend, she bumped me, Christina, into the cupboard and closed the door. And she said, and I was like, let me out, let me out. And she's like, Rory, get back in your closet, the gay man in the closet. <laughs> and she was laughing her head off. Well worth doing the Rocky Mountaineer. Uh, one piece of advice is it's long days. Is that? You can sometimes be on the train for up to 15 hours. So prepare yourself for long days. They aim to get in. You get on at about 7 o'clock. Yep. Aim to get off at 4. But they're on the same tracks as the freight. So if the oh, freight no. is busy, yep. um, you can be on But it. can you can you order food all day? Can you have yeah, you as much get, coffee get, and things as you want? You get fed so much. Yep. You can have as much coffee, as much alcohol as you want. Yep. You're not going to go hungry or thirsty on it. Yep. Um, and as long as you go in with the uh, that mindset that I'm in for a ride, you know, and just to enjoy it. Um, but some people do think it's way too long yeah they've got a similar train ride in switzerland same story exactly the same as what you said would you say that's the most beautiful train ride that you could go on oh, in canada def definitely definitely yeah. and it's the first day so you can either do it from jasper or yep. banff um and air both trains meet in kamloops and you spend a night in kamloops you mm -hmm. get off the train great casino in kamloops <laughs> you I, went to the casino I, there was not much more to do that evening no. so the casino is open lost 150 dollars yeah there's but... there's more cows in kamloops than people it's a farming town move <laughs> your silly facts away from me okay I just had about enough of you, all right? <laughs> but um, the the first, and then you go back to Vancouver. Uh, I would recommend to get the train from Banff, yep. not Jasper. There's more and more history on the Banff line than the Jasper line. Great. So that's my my must-dos. What what's something that didn't really live up to the guidebook? Have you got anything? Oh my goodness. Um, this It's not that it didn't live up to the guide. It's more something I'll just say I was a bit surprised about because like I mentioned earlier, we drove um, BC and Alberta. So honestly, that drive has some of the most beautiful, scenic, picturesque lakes, mountains you'll ever see. But what the guidebook actually doesn't say is between different towns, a lot of them, honestly, they, they are very poor towns and they, they do feel like they need a massive facelift and they aren't, um, yeah, they, they just, it, it doesn't have a nice sort of feel to it, some of those towns. So I was a, I was a bit surprised by that because I thought the whole drive was just beautiful, but there were some, I wouldn't say dodgy towns, but they were just you felt safe. Yeah. Like they weren't towns we wanted to stay in, like yeah. for beauty and sort of the vibe we had there. So that was probably something the guidebook didn't, didn't tell us. What about yourself? Um, 
so in Vancouver, there is a place called Capilano Suspension Bridge. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. Um, and the trees are amazing. Yeah. However, for the price of it, yeah, it's way overpriced. What what price are we talking? I think you're at thirty or forty dollars to go to it, and it's beautiful trees and rope bridges. Yeah. But for thirty or forty dollars, you can go for a walk. Yeah. Anywhere else, and it's just the same trees. You don't have the rope bridges and things but yeah. it's not worth it one thing in vancouver though that is worth it and i thought for a long time this is overpriced it's called fly over canada um, and it's a simulator and you get into this simulator and you fly over and they show you all the sites really and it is fantastic so hold on so you're not actually going over the sites you're in like a, a simulator on the floor no, you're sitting in these chairs and they like move you around. You feel like you're flying. Really? It's you feel awesome. like Aladdin. Yeah, like Aladdin. Aladdin. I can show you the world of Canada. Shining, shimmering, splendid. That was six words. That was yes! six words. I yes! said you could only get up to five. He's broke it. He's broke it. <laughs> um, so really worth doing. Another thing in Vancouver is the Granite Falls tour. You get it down, um, yeah, just go on. It's called Vancouver Water Adventures mm -hmm. and do the Granite Falls Tour. It's a Zodiac and you go out and you just see wildlife and you drive under. Yeah. Um, oh, it's the Lionsgate the Bridge. Falls, you go around Stanley Park. It's phenomenal. Is Stanley Park, it's Stanley Park just a massive green park like there's a skating rink in there is there there's there's a zoo in there it's huge uh, isn't it there's a skating it's rink. like um in it's new york what are they what's central park. central park yeah it's better than central is park. it uh, big coal but it's better that than is central controversial park. it's okay the american listeners america like doesn't like you right now Rory. Uh, that's okay? okay they don't like you canada stanley park is where <laughs> it's at. can i say while we're actually on america i went and saw canada versus america in the Olympics. So in you were what? actually with me in 2012 when it was in London. You know, we couldn't, like Rory, myself, Costa, our friend, was, we were desperately trying to get tickets to the Olympics. Anything, whether it's ping pong, volleyball, we couldn't get tickets to anything. So I went up um, north, left Rory in London, and went to Manchester, and I watched the women's um, soccer, football, between, yeah, Canada and America. So I know nothing about soccer, and I, didn't particularly care, but I just wanted to go to some Olympic event. Yeah. And <laughs> the Americans, what they were wearing is their American flag at the back. So were the Canadians for the Canadians flag. And they would all be wearing um, Obama masks on their face. So I was like, okay, that's cool. You know, Obama represents America. I wonder what the Canadians are wearing. Like, what sort of mask are they wearing? They all had Justin Bieber masks <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it was i literally was in tears laughing you know actually i wrote actually down a couple of these celebrities from canada i was surprised about the amount of canadian celebrities did you know drake is from canada yeah ryan reynolds yeah ellen page i didn't know that that don't impress me much Ooh. shania twain the one and only keanu reeves celine dion michael buble lanas morissette seth rogan jim carrey Oh my goodness! I didn't you, realize you, it was so... Mark. Something you need to know about Mark is he loves celebrities. He used to run <laughs> celebrity tours and Hollywood tours in Venice, um, but Mark might not know that Vancouver is known as the Hollywood of the North. 
What? And the amount of films oh, that yes. are filmed in yes. Vancouver. It's cheaper, isn't it? It's cheaper because the yes. Vancouver government actually yes. gives them tax breaks. Yes. And they will actually close down streets for them. Yes, I, I have heard that. So when I am in my first film, um, that's going to be obviously Hollywood produced, more than likely I'll be based in, in, in Vancouver. In Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. Um, what yeah. type of films are it going to be? I, I mean, typically, obviously with me, I'm quite romantic. So I'll probably start off with, you know, and I'm very funny. So I'll, I'll start off as a, a rom-com. rom-com. Yep. Nice. Uh, and are you yep. going to be Canadian? Because you need to work on that accent. Well, can I give it another shot? Let's give it a go. Okay. Tell, tell me what you would say to me. I'm the love interest. You're the love interest? <laughs> love interest. Just... You're... You are the most spectacular woman, A, I have ever met. That was pretty good. I went a bit Texas yeah, at the end. Yeah, it did. I, I panicked. You started good. Because I was good at the beginning. Yeah, I panicked. I, yeah, I panicked. I'll, I'll give you that. Could That's, you see the sweat? Yeah, yeah, the sweat yeah. was coming. It was, and I, it was just because of the beauty across from you. You are a good-looking specimen, Rory Kerr. So let's move on to... What's something that's not in the guidebook? Something that our listeners at home uh, might not read about. Oh, good question. I think you would give a really good answer to this because the guidebooks for me, I thought the guidebooks actually were fantastic. Generally, what they said about Canada see and do, you know, a lot of the times the guidebooks are wrong. I found they were quite good. Is there anything you found that... No, no, you're right. Some things that I um, would recommend if you're on the West Coast, um, on Vancouver Island, there's a place called Telegraph Cove. Mm-hmm. It's a bit north on it, but I've done a sea kayaking trip around the Broughton Archipelago. It's a group of islands, and we did a whole month, but you could go and do a week out on these islands and yep. just camp on them. And we saw whales going by. It is phenomenal. There's bears out there. Have you, have you actually physically seen a bear Close up, like have you been? I... Obviously, you've probably seen a. We've all seen probably black bears in Canada and Alaska, but more specifically the brown bears and the grizzlies. Have you seen any of those bad I, boys? I've seen plenty of them. You see them along the Icefields Parkway, but I actually led a trip in the Yukon. Have oh yeah, of, of course I've heard of the Yukon. So, so the Yukon, Rory, the... all you talk about is the Yukon. Yeah. <laughs> like he he gives, sends pinpoints on Google Maps to me. Oh, guess where I am? I'm in the Yukon. <laughs> Nobody cares, Rory. So where's the Yukon, man? Yukon is in Canada. Whereabouts? It's in a great part of Canada. So what I was going to say to you is, <laughs> what do you like about what do you like about the Yukon the, the most? The Yukon, it's complete isolation. Yukon is, is probably the size of South Australia. I'm just guessing, but it's pretty big. Yeah, it sounded but legit. Yeah, we'll go with it. Yeah, yeah. Forty thousand people in the Yukon. Really? That's all. Jeez. And 30,000 of them are in Whitehorse. So once you leave Whitehorse, yep. there's not a lot of people. Um, and we came across a black bear. Yep. Uh, if you see bears, uh, grizzlies, black bears, make noise, group up together, yep. and don't run. Yep. So that's what we did. Most bears, if they haven't seen humans, they're going to run away. Yeah. There's something different to them. As long as you're not in between them and their cubs, yeah. they're going to run away. Well, it's funny you say that because when I was in uh, in Alaska, I saw, a, I did see a grizzly and there was a cub behind yeah. the little baby. Um, I was actually walking up to try to pat it. Um, would you recommend that as a, as a good thing to do? Probably not, no. no. What about pick it up, just pick to hold up. it, you know, just yeah, in case... Yeah, give that a go, that's fine. In case that's... the mother's tired give and kiss, she... Give it a give kiss. Give it a kiss, yeah. Only if you speak in a Canadian accent. Yeah. 
<laughs> Back to the patriotism. You know, Canadians, they're not very patriotic at all. And no. they, they are, but not compared to the US. They don't have flags up anyway. But the most patriotic day I have ever seen in Canada was during the Vancouver Olympics. And it was the gold medal game. I get US I th- I th- versus Canada. I thought you were going to say on Justin Bieber's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Very patriotic. <laughs> National holiday. Um, but the Americans who are playing the Canadians uh, yep. in the gold medal game, ice hockey we're talking oh, about here. Yes, yes. Only one sport, yes, ice hockey. Yes. And yes. Sidney Crosby scores the winning goal yes. in overtime. And people ran out onto the streets and were running around cheering. And it was just like, wow, this is Canada being patriotic. Well, because I know the one thing Canada has a lot of pride in is ice hockey. Ice hockey. And they've won. They're more successful than the Americans. I know that. Um, And Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. Yeah. And um, Donald Trump. I was watching a YouTube clip a couple of... They play ice hockey? They, you know what? Donald Trump's the goalkeeper. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And he plays, he plays goal attack as well at times. <laughs> goal attack? <laughs> what are we talking about netball? What do, you, what do you call the forward? The striker? Yeah. Bro. The forward? The... It's a forward. Just a forward. I okay. think it's a forward. <laughs> yeah. Don't, <laughs> we'll don't pretend like you know. So I, I, I would say he'd be, he'd be, he plays forward and goalkeeper. Trudeau's kind of the middle midfielder and yeah. backman and... So, talking about hockey, this is one thing that you will not find in the guidebooks, but it's well worth doing. In Banff, there's a little town, well, it's actually bigger than Banff, it's called Canmore, and it's outside the National Park, Banff mm-hmm. National Park, it's just down the road from Banff, um, but you can become an ice hockey player for a day. So, the ice hockey club there was folding and they didn't have money to have the ice and stuff. So what they do now is they welcome tourists in and you get a semi-professional ice hockey player that teaches you all about the game, all the traditions, and then you go out onto the ice. And I've had 80-year-olds out on the ice (laughs) and they give you a frame if you can't ice skate (laughs) and then uh, you hit the parks and stuff and it's just a Fun, fun morning. We do it in the morning, so you can do it is yeah, I, is, a couple of hours. Is ice hockey dangerous? Because those, those skates are sharp. And I saw a guy get his neck cut on a YouTube clip again. Like he... It was oh, a professional YouTube. match. Yeah, YouTube. It's all... Everything on YouTube's real. Um, so <laughs> there was no, there's no Photoshopping in this video. I can tell you that. No, but legitimately the it was... The pads uh, you wear... They're expensive, but yep. they are. But it is it is a dangerous sport. Yep. Haven't you seen the ice hockey, the Russian ice hockey team? Oh, I saw the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah. The Mi- Mighty Ducks. They versus USSR. Yeah, yeah, and their teeth and like they've all got like fake teeth. D- and but you said broken it's, noses. it's a danger. Oh well, it sounds like my sport. I'm 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 Captain Danger. Like you don't mess with me. You know what I mean? If anybody tries to mess with me, they'll be in a whole lot of trouble. Okay. And this is why people don't like Superman. <laughs> Melaman doesn't have that arrogance about Melaman, I am so sick of hearing that. He, do you know what? Melon Man has not only got one Melaman shirt, he's now got two. He's looking at producing socks and shorts and all this sort of jazz. You might sell them on our website, nobody, on our Facebook Nobody page. cares, Melon Man. You're not, you're not, you think you're all popular. Melon Man. Nobody wants to hear yeah. about Melon Man. Okay. okay. I'll give you a Melon shirt for Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So we should finish this up. A couple more things that both Mark and I love is ice cream. 
who doesn't love ice cream? Love and I haven't cream. talked anything about the east coast of uh, Canada. We've just been focusing mainly on the west coast. But two places that are must-goes, uh, Halifax yep. and Charlottetown. Okay, small Ooh. little places. And both of them have amazing ice cream. So in Halifax, the place you need to go is Dee Dee's Ice Cream. It's a little corner shop. It's a little quaint. Um, both of these places, what I love about them, why would you go to Halifax or Charlottetown? Is the people. They reminded me a lot of Ireland. The people will stop and talk to you just on the footpath. Really? They are so friendly. Um, and they're just, just warm. Are you trying to say the rest of Canada isn't? Um, the rest of Canada's friendly, but not on the same level. They want to engage you. And in Charlottetown, this this is a bit of a chain, but it started in Charlottetown, mm-hmm. and it's called Cow's Ice Cream. Now, Cow's Ice Cream has been ranked the number two ice cream place in the world. I don't know who did the rankings, but it's pretty good. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've got it on the wall. Oh, really? <laughs> so I'm just going to take an educated guess. Um Cow's um, Ice Creamery, do they have access to a printer by any chance? <laughs> Probably. Because I can tell you. Yeah. I, well, I, it was a smooth move, though. <laughs> Not putting yourself number one, put yourself number two, no, so it doesn't yeah, look like... No, array suspicion. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. I, number two in the world. I, did you pretty good. Did you know I'm the second best kisser in the world? Oh, yeah? yeah. Where's that? Yeah, where do we, it's it's literally, uh, if you if we actually go that, uh, outside my bedroom, it's written on the wall. Oh, yeah? You missed it? Who's who's number one? Who number one. the number one kisser in the world is? For male, we're talking? Oh, well, I don't know. You're the one with the yeah, ranking. Yeah, the, tell me. this was just male because, like, when I was kissing Britney Spears, she wasn't number no. one. And no. Christina Aguilera, she, when I kissed her... For the 18th time, I would put her fifth. The best kisser I actually had was Scarlett um, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, so She's I'd rate her number one. She she would be she would be number one. That as far as I know, I mean, my standards, you know, they're, they're still quite low in comparison. There's there's you know, Scarlett Johansson was lucky to get a Guernsey with me, but in regards to men. Um, my uh, doppelganger, who a lot of people say I look like, I-, I was told Jim Carrey, who's a fellow Canadian. Jim Carrey's got a good he- kisser. He's a good kisser. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like he'll have a lot of tongue. He, you know what? You the mask? Have you seen? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just for a visual, Rory was just sticking his tongue out, pretending to be Jim Carrey. Do you been to Quebec? No, Rory. I here's yeah. his. I wanted to go, and you didn't invite me. Oh. And I it's, was pretty close to you. I was in America at the time. Well, I was in the United States of America. America. I was having a hamburger. I was having some Coca-Cola. I was having some fudge. And you didn't invite me? Why, man? Why? <laughs> Stick to the Canadian. <laughs> we will be doing an episode on the United States of America. Of America. And you can talk like that then. <laughs> but no, Quebec, I was told, though... You can vouch for this. It's very European, right? Quebec is extremely European. Quebec City is the only walled city in North America. I think there's one down in Mexico, but anywhere north of that, it's Quebec City. And they speak French, right? They speak French, but you get by it with English. And people say, oh, they're rude and they won't speak to you. They will. Did you Um, practice some French before you went there? um, No, no. So you just... Uh, Café Ella? (laughs) Olé? Right. Go on, give us give us some of your French. Right. Here. So we went we went a bit Spanish, a bit a bit kind of uh, Portuguese That's, there. Um, Quebec French. 
No, oh, it's a, is it? Yeah, oh, it's okay. a Spanish I wondered. fusion. Yeah. It's fusion. Okay, fusion. sorry, my apologies. <laughs> Thanks. You, you, you are. I shouldn't have doubted you. Um, Montreal food is again oh, amazing. Yes, yes. Uh, it's more of a blend between English and French. Yes. Um, but think of a European city. Yes. Smashed together with the United States city. Yes. So it's. It's such a blend. There's so many cultures yeah. and food there. Yeah. Uh, one thing you must do in Quebec City, do the Fort Museum. It, it gives you history of um, when they were under siege. Yeah. Um, the French from the British. Yeah. And when you're in Montreal, highly recommend this in any city. But in Montreal, it was exceptional. The free walking tours. Oh, it really? was First thing you do when you get to Montreal, do a free walking tour, and they will. They also do food tours, um, yeah. and you have to pay for the food tours, and you have to tip on the free walking tour. But it is, it just yeah. brings the city to life. But you're big on the walking tours. You you Love them. you probably would recommend that everywhere you go. I, I'm not so big on them personally. I even though you know I'm not a big reader, I still usually just get a bit of a gist from people where they recommend to go, and I get the the blurb. And I'm happy with that because I find it sometimes hard to listen for two hours about some sites perhaps that they go on about too much. Because I, there's, it's, there's different standards. Yeah. Some people can engage you yeah. and capture you. And the, the guide we had in Montreal, oh, Phenomenal. we were captivated. And he didn't ramble on. Yeah. Uh, he just gave us a spiel that had us engage for five, ten minutes, then we walked. Yeah, but, I mean, again, a lot of the time, those walking tours are very dependent on who the guide is. And that's state, state the obvious, but if you have a unenthusiastic, boring, unknowledgeable... Is that a word? Unknowledgeable? Is now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a clever man. Uh, it, it makes it not as entertaining. And that's why I like to do the free walking tours. So you can leave they re- if you want to. And they rely on tips, yeah. so they have to be good. So if you do do a free walking tour, so don't ever be fooled by the name free walking tour. You do. That's literally, whether it's Australia, a non-tipping country, America, a tipping country, a free walking tour means you tip at the end. Um, you, you probably stand, in my opinion, because I've done a fair few, even though I was saying a few negative things about them, I would say 80 percent of them are really good and worth it they are um rory you you haven't been to toronto i haven't tell us about toronto is that where you want to go at some I, stage it would be it's high on my list i have to go to toronto i've heard really good things about it. well because you're missing out on the number one best attraction probably in canada oh really that is <laughs> no it's niagara falls yeah, Rory. It, I haven't been to Niagara Falls. It was the most literally. Just think of a bathtub, overflowing water. You can take boat rides, and it sounds touristy. Sounds rubbish. What is the bathtub analogy? The, so you know, like picture a bathtub, <laughs> and it fills up with water, and then goes over the edge. So, it's cool. It's called gravity. Okay, you know. And so I Edward should just Norton just Newton. get a bathtub full, and that's pretty much Niagara Falls. As long as it's got the. <laughs> sound you, okay. you're kind of almost there so but i did the boat tour that goes right up to the water where Made you get the mist or... that's the one yeah and you wear the you wear the like uh the, like yeah the ponchos it was phenomenal honestly mate it was for me personally in canada it was the best thing um that i saw personally it was number one and 
Uh, you'll read in a lot of the guidebooks, you have to go there, and I would highly, highly recommend it. Spectacular. Did you do both sides? Or just... No, just they all, everybody talks about the, the American side's not that great. It's pretty bland. The Canadian side has like amusement parks, it has a load of restaurants. It's got a buzz to it. I was there in winter, and that's the time not to go because it's freezing, which it was. And yeah, there's not as many people. There's the theme parks and things aren't open, but it was still awesome. I mean, I went on my own and I had a ball. And if you want to get to Niagara Falls when you're in Toronto, it's as simple as you get on the bus. There's a bus at the main bus station in the center of Toronto. I think it's $5. Get the bus there. Spend as much time there as you want. Come back. And how long's the bus ride? It's it's quick. It's like an hour and a half. That's not even bad. less than that. It's super, 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 hundred percent worth it. I will say though, when you are in Toronto, something which a lot of people fall in the trap of going to, and you you know it is the big CN Tower. Yeah. It's so expensive. The line is long. They do these combined tickets where you go to the Ripley's, believe it or not, museum and the aquarium. Waste of time. Waste of time. Like, in regards to views, yes, the view's nice, and you can do the, like, hanging off, you know, with a, you know, where yeah. they attach this the yeah. thing. Um, it's still, there, there's plenty of other high-rise buildings around Toronto that are actually free to go up, and there's cafes at the top. Yeah. I would recommend that. That would be a tip from me. To one of the free ones. There is one in Vancouver, too, a tower, and they've got the revolving restaurant up the yeah, top. Yeah, It's cool, yeah. but the food's terrible. Yeah. And you go up one of the mountains there, Grouse Mountain. I yeah. had a passenger. She couldn't pronounce Grouse. She kept on saying gross. <laughs> I went up Grouse Mountain. So it's Grouse Mountain. <laughs> a grouse is a bird. Yeah. Um, head up there for a beautiful view. But my number one thing, it's free. My favorite thing to do in Vancouver is go for a bike ride around Stanley Park. Oh, yes. There is hundreds of people doing that and for good reason. And it is, it is a yeah. must do. A yeah. must do. Okay, it's getting to that stage of the evening that we give our watermelon rating. As always, it is out of four watermelons. Mark, what would you give Canada... For people. Oh, people. Goodness. You, oh, three melons. A three good, melons. solid three melons. It's hard not to find a nice Canadian. It's hard not to, it's hard not to find a nice Canadian. Uh, and also, I just find... The reason I don't even bump it up higher is because when I think of Canada, and Canadians are going to hate this, I do compare it to America. Yeah. And the American people, I find... They have a little bit more banter than Canadians, okay? And I think that's just because, like, the news movies are smashed in their face constantly. So they've got a bit more. That's what... Because Canadians are chilled, man. They do what they want. You know Very, what I mean? very chilled. You know what I mean? Almost too chilled yeah. or too nice. Yeah, I feel like they would miss the bus. They might miss the bus. And Canadians, we're telling you. Because they'd be letting their Americans onto the bus. Exactly. And they would exactly. forget to get on themselves. And I don't know about you, but I think we should tell them don't miss the, the bus. bus. <laughs> I think three melons is a fair assessment for people in Canada. Yeah. Um, let's move on. What would you give Canada out of four for adventures? So this sums up entertainment, oh, entertainment, adventure. Yeah. Two and a half melons. Two and a half melons. Two and a half melons. Yep, yeah, that's it. Why, why only it. two and a half? Again, I'm going back to the comparison with America. I know Amer Canadians hate this. Americans hate this. There is just a ton more things to do going down south to America in comparison. Look, I just want to be clear. Natural beauty, 
and like the the scenery yeah will get no better than canada and probably switzerland in my opinion in the world but for actually activities adventure although there's a lot of outdoor things to do i think in comparison uh to some other places that's why i'm giving it that rating you I, look offended. I do. I am. You are angry. Yeah. I, I see you're as red as your flannel. I think you're selling right Canada short here. I think yeah. it's a, a solid three melon country. Yeah. Um, that you summed it up perfectly. It has some of the most spectacular scenery in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to pay for a lot of it, which is great. Okay, moving on. Food. We love our food. We've talked a lot about food in this podcast. How many melons would you give Canada for its food? <sighs> Canadian. I sound like I'm bashing on Canada here because I love Canada. I can't wait to go back. One and a half melons. For food. One and a half me- If you If your ears are hurting, I'm sorry. One and a half melons. Canada's getting a raw deal. They are getting... Uh, I think I've already lost five Canadian friends. Yeah, I think so. I want to be clear, look, food's not Canadian specialty in comparison to other parts. I'm sorry. I know people are thinking, oh, what's he talking about? There's Michelin star. Listen, when you've got poutine as your national dish, (laughs) which is chips, gravy, bit of mashed potatoes, onions, come on, (laughs) let's, let's be real about this. You know, people, I am a connoisseur when it comes to food. I really am. They call me... Merck in a French accent, people. And, um, <laughs> Who calls you that? Um, I do. <laughs> what about yourself? What would you give the... For me, I'd give it wait, a... Wait, wait. What would you give the gastronomy? <laughs> Is that what they call it? Food? <laughs> gastronomy? <laughs> what would you give the ambience in restaurants? Uh, I'd give it a solid two and a half. Uh, I don't think... I think you're on the right track there. It doesn't have its signature trademark. It's not like... Uh, France, it's not like Italy, yeah. uh, but I think the food is good on a whole, mm-hmm. and let alone the ice cream. The ice cream is amazing. Yeah, um, and that's all for this week. Uh, remember to tune in. Network. Ne- let's try that again next week for Don't Miss the are Bus. You, do you have something in your in your throat? I, I did. I just, Were you, or are you just nervous being around me? I'm always nervous around. I you, don't Mark. blame you, Rory. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week.